Because there wasn't recorded last week. Yeah, I'm sorry with that. Apologies to Jeremy. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Kaf Ches base, right at the bottom. Five lines from the bottom. Honey Tumni. Honey Tumni, yeah? So we learnt the Mishnah said that the Shmanesra, as it's stated, Shmanesra means 18, is made up of 18 brochos. Ask the Gemara, Honey Tumni, these, Honey Tumni Sarei, these 18 are Tashasrei Haven. They're really 19. If we look at the brochos, you'll find it's not 18, it's 19. On Rebbe says, Rebbe Levi, Birchas HaTzidukim, the Brocha of the Tzidukim, which means the heretics, the Apikosim, the Minim. That was established later on in Yavne, because Rebbe Gamliel saw that the Minim were becoming strong, and therefore he made the extra Brocha of Alamoshinim. And therefore, even though there were eight, but nevertheless, we still refer to it as Shmon Esra, because originally it was 18, so the name stuck, even though it's really 19. So it says the Gemara like this, connected me to Corresponding to what was it established? The Gemara understands that if it's Dafka 18 or 19 or whatever it is, there must be a reason why it's 18. So Amar Rebbe says, Rebbe Levi, Le Rebbe Hillel, Beredi Rebbe Shmuel, Banachmeni, Kunt Rebbe Hillel, Son of Rebbe Shmuel, Banachmeni. Yeah, now we had last week, that's right, last week he said that the 18 brochos correspond to the 18th time of Hashem's name in Hovul Hashem B'nai Elim. You know, that we sing on Shabbos. It's got Hashem's, it's got Hashem's name 18 times. And that is why we have the Shemana Esra. So now that we've got this 19th brochel, we've got to find a reason in, in that uh, capital to Hillim, Kaftes of Hovel Hashem Elim. So he says, Keneged Kale Hakovad Hirim. Kale is another name of Hashem. It says, God Hakovad Hirim, the God of glory thunders. So since it's another name of God, even though it's not Hashem, but it's Kale, that is the, that's why we got the 19th. If the wouldn't have been in Smachte, in that postal, then the, 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 the Chazad would have not imposed another, another, uh, that's what it would seem, that's what it would yeah, seem. Because what we're saying is, which came the Moses says there's a special reason because the, the, the machine came later. Yeah. Too. So, yeah. Yeah. So you didn't have to. So and there was. A, I know. I know. I hear what you're saying, but the Gemara seems to want to find a connection on what it's based. It's got to be corresponding to something. You're right. I mean, you know, why does it really? Lucky that Foster had an extra kale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does it need to be corresponding to something? You can just say, look, those 18 brockers represent the brockers that we want from Hashem or that we're praising Hashem. Why do you need a corresponding? But that's, uh, you're right. But that's what the Gemara seems to say. Okay. Le Rav Yosef, according to Rav Yosef, he says, Keneged Echol Shibakrishma. Now remember, Rav Yosef is the one who said that the 18 brockers correspond to the 18 mention of Hashem's name in the Shema. I think if, if I remember correctly, we had 11 times Hashem and 7 times Kale. Or, no, or Elakim. 7 times Elakim. It is 18 altogether. So he says the extra, the, the word Echod, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elakim Hashem Echod. The word Echod also refers to Hashem. And therefore, so that's another, that's why we make it a 19. And the Rav Tancham on Rav Shua ben Levi, called Rav Tancham the name of Rav Shua ben Levi, he said that 18 brochas correspond to the 18 vertebrae of the spine. All of a sudden we find a 19th vertebrae, which, uh, you know, Kenegid Chulia Katana Shebeshedra. There's a small vertebrae in the spine. I see he brings here somewhere that this is the Luz bone, whatever it means. But I mean, why didn't they, why, 
Why wasn't that included? Why wasn't it included in the 18? Either there's 18 or there's 19. But any case, okay. So everybody's happy. So Ton Rabonon. What? Yeah, yeah, okay. Ton Shimon Hapakuli. Shimon, he's a cotton merchant, Rashi says. His dish ran Esra Brochos Livne Rebbe Gamliel Al Haseda Bayavne. He arranged the 18 brochos in order in front of Rebbe Gamliel in Yavne. Now, what that means is really the Shimon Esra was already made up by Ezra and the Anshe Knesset Akhdaila many, many years before that. But over the years, the order was forgotten. In which order, whether Atachanan should be first, and then Hashivena, and then etc., etc. And Reb Shimon, the Reb Shimon Hapakuli, the Reb Shimon the cotton merchants, he reinstated the order. So, Omelem Reb Gamliel Chachom, Reb Gamliel said to the Chachomim, Klum yesh odom sheyadeh l'sakim berchasadukim. Is there anybody who knows how to make, how to sort of establish a brocha against the minim, against the apikorosim? Omach Shmuel HaKotten, says Shmuel HaKotten, why it was called Shmuller Cotton, I'm not quite sure, but he certainly wasn't small in stature. He might have been small in height, but he certainly wasn't uh, small. But Tikna, and he established it, he established the Velamoshinim. The Shana Acheres, the following year, Shokho. He Shmuller Cotton, explains Rashi, he was acting as a Shliach Zibber. And he forgot the text of Velamoshinim. In other words, it's interesting, even though he was the Machaber of it, somehow he, he forgot. He forgot, he, he sort of in, suddenly he was in the broch, he couldn't remember it. The Hishkif Bo, now listen to this, I don't think this would happen here. The Hishkif Bo, Stein Shoz. He was thinking, he was standing, still standing at the Omud for two or three hours, trying to work out what the actual broch of Alamashinim, how it went. And, would you believe it, Velayhelu, during that time they did not remove him as the cousin. He stayed there at the Omud, trying to work it out. Well, yeah, very likely, very likely. Says the Gemara, Am I lailailu? But why did they not remove him? The Omer Rabbi Huda Marav, Rabbi Huda says in the name of Rav, If the Shliach Sibyl made a mistake in any of the Brochus, Ein Malinai, so we do not remove him. But if he makes a mistake in the Velam Hashinem, we do remove him, because we suspect that perhaps he's a min, he's a heretic, and therefore we remove him. So, question was: Shmuel Cotton here made a mistake, and therefore why did? They, and they said, nevertheless, they didn't remove him. He was trying for two or three hours. Whether that means literally two or three hours, or just a long period of time, he was trying to get it right. Why didn't they remove him? Because they should have thought perhaps he's a min. He doesn't want to say it. Answer: well, No, shiny Shmuel Cotton. You can't bring a proof from Shmuel Cotton to you Tikkunot. It was he who established the brocha. So there was no reason to suspect that he himself was a min, because he, he, he made the brocha up himself. He originated. Exactly, he originated, so it's a bit far-fetched to say a year later, suddenly he was a min. Now, the, I think Rabbeinu Yana asked the following question. He says, Why, what we just said here is like as follows. If you make a mistake in any of the other brochas, you don't, don't remove him. But you do. We're concerned, perhaps he is a min. What about, say, for example, he doesn't say the brocha or he makes a mistake in or say, so he doesn't believe in Yerushalayim, etc. Why don't we remove him for those, there were those brochas? So he says like this when it comes to Tchir he might say the brocha even though he doesn't believe in it. Same thing for the Yerushalayim. 
When it comes to Vala Mashinim, there's a Klola. They should be uprooted. It's a clawless of those people. And therefore, they certainly won't say it if they're a min. Therefore, we have more reason to suspect the min if you don't say, um, if you don't say Velamashinim, then that he doesn't believe in Techir Samasim if he doesn't say that or Lishulam, etc. That's Rabbeinu Yonah says that. Sorry? Well, that's right. In other words, a person is definitely, if he is a min, he's yeah. definitely not going to say it yes. because he doesn't want a curse brought upon himself. Who said that? Rabbeinu Yaina, I think, says that. So, answers says, so now let's ask the Gemara a question. So we said, Shmuel HaKotten, we did not suspect he's a min because he was the one who established the brocha. So, answer the Gemara of Anechashtil But perhaps he changed his mind and even though the ye- previous year he he established the bracha. Perhaps a year later, he changed his mind and he he became a heretic. He became a min. Amabai says, Abai Gemira, I have got a tradition, a kabbalah from my teachers. Tova lahavabisha, a good man does not become bad. So, meaning, since Shmuel Cotton was a good man, therefore, according to the tradition, he's not likely to become bad, and therefore, even though he didn't uh, sort of say the Velamashinim uh, properly, nevertheless, um, we don't suspect that he was a min. Ask the Gemara of a lie. Is that right? That a good person can never become bad? Voxiv, it's written in the Posset. This is the Posset in Yecheskel. When a righteous man turns away from his righteousness, and he practices, he does a virus. So we see from that pasuk that even though a person is a tzaddik, we should tzaddik mitzvah kosa. He's a tzaddik originally. He can later on change and become bad. So why does the Gemara say we have a tradition that a good man will never become bad? The answer is the Gemara: Hahu Roshamei Karai. No, that pasuk is referring to somebody who was originally a rosha. He was a bad person. Then he became good. Then afterwards he can become bad. But somebody who was originally good all the way through is will not become bad. I don't quite understand the, the logic of that because given um, the fact that nobody can rest on their truth for moral morals Yeah, yeah. It's even a fine person yeah. sometimes be turned by crushing experience. It, it, look, the truth is it's very hard to understand because it depends on each person's situation and, and so on. But I think what I'm trying to say is it's more likely for a person who was originally bad to become bad again and say, look, you know, what have I gained? You know, sadly, I had somebody who came up to me who was in a very bad, bad position and he said to me, in the last Shabbos, just happened, he came up to me and he said, I became from 33 years ago and I regret it. You know, I don't know why I did it you know, everything's going wrong for me, etc., etc. So, you know, I didn't know what to say, you know. But I'm just saying. So, that's the sort of idea. If a person sort of wasn't a good person, it's easier for him to go back to his ways than somebody who's always been good. You see, that's the idea. Like, for example, we do not encourage people to become gayrim. Yes. We don't, we're not, you know, we, we don't do that. Why? 
I think the Gomorrah says in Ksubas, if I'm not mistaken, because we're scared they might go back to their original ways. It's the same sort of idea here. So what we're saying is that when that Posik says that a Tzaddik couldn't become bad, we're talking about that he was originally bad, then he became a Tzaddik, and then he'll go back and become bad again. But somebody who's a, who's a Tzaddik all the way through, um, he won't do it. Pardon? Yeah, 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 yeah. But we will see afterwards. Not everybody holds. Of you know, your question is very valid because you'll see not everybody holds that. We'll, we'll come to that in a minute. But at the moment, that's what we're saying. Says the Gemara Valoi, is that so? That what? That if somebody was a tzaddik, um, orig- all the way through, he's never going to become a bad person. Is that so? Well, Tanan, but we learnt in a Mishnah in Pikiovas. Don't believe in yourself. Don't trust that you are safe from the Yetzirah until the day you die. Why? Shari Yochanan, Kain Godel, Yochanan was the Kain Godel, who serves as Kain Godel for 80 years, no less. And never, so obviously he must have been a Tzaddik if he was a Kain Godel for 80 years. At the end, Nasa Suzuki, he became a Sadducee. In other words, he became a Min. And the Gemara carries on like this. Omar Baya, Abba, Abba. How old? Was he, was he, was he, was he, was he How old? Yeah. What age did he become a kind Godel at? I don't know. He was a kind Godel for 80 years. Don't worry, Jeremy, you will not have to be president for 80 years. Pardon? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how old he was. I don't know. Perhaps if you look in the in the positive, in a, in a, I don't know. But the the whole point is that he he was a kind goddle for eighty years. So presumably he was good. And you see, at the end, he became bad. Which means to say, we we were saying that somebody who's good all the way through will never become bad. But in Pekiovus it says that that's not the case because Yochan kind goddle. He was a kind Godel for 80 years, and so presumably he was good all the way through, otherwise they wouldn't have cho- chosen him as kind Godel, and then during the time he was kind Godel, and then afterwards he became a Suzuki. So you see, even if somebody's good, he can become bad. But as a, let, let's just carry on a couple of lines, and you'll see. On my bay, our bay says, Hu Yanai, Hu Yachanon. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably right. that's after 80 years, that's probably yeah, when he was. As a kind of oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's a good, good that's a good point. That's a good right. point. Uh, yeah, perhaps he, perhaps he was removed as a kind of goddle then. I don't know. I don't think that's, that's a good point. I've got to look into that. Pardon? Unless he became a Sadducee as, while he, while he was a kind goddle. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, they weren't all good. They weren't all good, the later ones. Yes, that's right. Some of them, they bought it. They bought the, the other. Yeah, they died on Yom Kippur, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. One, one's got to look into, in, into the, into the Tanakh where, where that is. Quite a good point. But any case, he was for 80 years, and then he became a Sadducee. So, Omar Baya, Baya says, Hu Yanai, Hu Yochanan. Yanai and Yochanan are one and the same person. Right, Rava Omar, Rava says Yanai lechud v'yochan lechud. Yanai and Yochanan were separate people; they were two different people. But we but both agree that Yanai Rosh Hamaykara, Yanai was wicked from the start, because we're told the Gemara in Kedushin tells us that Yanai, when there were certain um, people, the Chacham, who didn't want him to become kind Godel, he killed them. So Yanai was definitely was a. Um, 
was a bad person. So Yana Lechud V'yochanan Lechud. Yana Roshem Ekara. Yana was wicked from the start. V'yochanan Tzadim Ekara. And Yochanan was a Tzadik all the way through. So now the Gemara explains it sort of, sort of puts its question. Honich and Abaya. According to Abaya, he says that Yochanan and Yanai were the same person. Right? Then there's no proof that one who was always good can turn bad. Why? Because since Yanai was, we know was bad, and Yanai and Yochanan was the same person, he was bad at the beginning. So when he became, when he became, uh, Khan Godel and he became a min afterwards, the reason was that he was bad from the beginning. So it fits in, so that's okay. But Elul of Rover, Kasha, Rover says that Yanai Lachud and Yochanan was Lachud. And it says, Yochanan Sadiq Meikara. In other words, Yanai and Yochanan were separate people. So Yochan and the Khan Godel, who we mentioned here in Peke Ovas, he was a Sadiq Meikara, he was a Sadiq all the way through. So if he was a Sadiq all the way through... Yes. How could he, how could he be, the siphon answers, it's okay, he became a Sadiq. How, how, it's impossible. How could he, a good man turn bad? So therefore, this is your point here, Clive, Omelok Rover. Rover will say to her, will answer, and say, no, Sadiq Meikara, Namadil Mahodabay. Even if you're a tzaddik, to start with, right the way through, you can become bad. And that's how we can understand that Yochanan, right, according to Robert, Yochanan and Yanai are separate people. And Yanai was the bad one, Yochanan was a good one. Even though he was good, he, later on at the end of his days, after 80 years, he became bad. Yes. Yeah? Which is, answer your question, because you say, how can you say, just because somebody's born good, he's never gonna go bad? We see that that's not the case sometimes. So, well, there you are. So, 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 so Robert will tell you that, it, that that is the case. So now we come... Sorry? We hear, we stories of spiritual heroism about in the Holocaust. Yeah. A lot of people did. A lot of people did. But righteous people, they, they were Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one can't, you know, uh, can't judge them. One can't judge them. That, you know, look what they saw. You know, they had questions. They had questions, yeah. So, any case, so says the Gomorrah now, but that's not, that's not talk, the Gomorrah is not talking about somebody like that, I don't think. The Gomorrah is talking about somebody who specifically went out their way to become a min. Not because here it's not the after the war they didn't become minion. They just had questions. They had questions, and they made, and therefore, as a result of that, they lost their their, their fromness, you know, etc., etc. But any case, but this is a Gemara talking specifically about minion, about becoming a min. Yeah, not we're talking about tzaddik and non tzaddik and whatever is that. Well, th- no, this case here, you're talking about Yachin and Kain Godel, yeah. or the whole thing. The whole thing. Well, the whole thing was, yeah, I mean, because we started off and we said, um, Shmuelak, no, no, the, the, the general thing is that somebody, a good man doesn't become bad. A good man doesn't become bad. So you're asking, is that bad? Does that mean Dafka Min or yeah, any other thing? What do we say? Don't we well, say it? No, no, and Slicha, so it ain't Tariq, what's it? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but that's not bad. Everyone, everyone does commit a sin at some time or another but here it's bad that you've sort of given up give, giving up presumably it means about, about a min because we're talking this whole thing starts from Shmuel Cotton, yeah. who was the one who made the Lama Shinim, which is about minim yeah 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 a min yeah an so, so now we come back to our original question if we are saying what was the whole point? What happened was, let's just go back to the beginning of the story, we said Shmuel HaKotten, 
he established the Brokha Velamoshinim, and the following year he was standing in front of the Yomud, and he didn't say Velamoshinim, he made a mistake in Velamoshinim, and Veloi Heeluhu, they didn't remove him. They didn't remove him. So now we ask why, because we say that you should be able, you, you, if anyone makes a mistake in any of the Brokha you don't remove them, but regarding um, you do because Chashin and Shem Minu we suspect that he is a Min that he is an Apikairos so then we gave a whole so we went right through the whole thing no a good man uh, doesn't become bad now that Robbers changed his mind and said that, that, it, that uh, a, even a good man can become bad then we come back to our original question why did they not remove Shmuel HaKosson because he forgot no but wait a minute we, we have a Kalal that if somebody does not say Velamoshinim properly, then you remove them. So why did they not remove Shmuel Cotton? So originally we, we said either it's because he made the brocha himself, right? But then we're worried that, okay, even though he made the brocha, but he might have become a min. So we said, no, a good man doesn't become bad. But now we've come to the conclusion that even a good man can become bad. So even if Shmuel Cotton was a good man, he might have become bad. And since we have a principle that we remove somebody, if they make a mistake with Velamoshini, why did they not remove him? Oh, well, wait a minute. We'll see. We'll see in a minute. We'll see in a minute the, 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 what the answer is, right? I mean, what, what the Gemara started by saying was that Shokhot, he forgot it. He forgot the Brocha. He forgot the Brocha. Okay? But so, obviously, he didn't say it. So, why didn't they remove him? So, answer the answer Gemara. Shiny Shmuelah Cotton to Askel he started saying the bracha and he only made a mistake in the middle. Ah. Right? So, Omar of Yehud, Omar Ravi, Tamer of Shua ben Levi, Loishon Where did they say that you have to remove somebody because possibly we suspect that he's a min? If he didn't say Velamashinim, that's if he never started with it. Because he didn't want to start with it because he's a min himself, so he yeah. doesn't want to say such a bracha. But if he already starts it, he shows he's not a min. He's just made a mistake in the middle. He couldn't remember the words. If he began it, he can complete it. So in other words, by, by starting the brach, he demonstrates clearly that he's not a min. And then he became confused. He forgot the wording. It can happen. So that's the, yeah, that, 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 that is the answer. So that was a question, that, that is the reason why they did not. And had Shmuel Akotan Taka not started the Brocha, then they would have removed him. Yes, they would have removed him. Clear from the Gomorrah, because the question is, why didn't they remove him? So the answer was, they didn't remove him because he started saying it and he only got, went, went wrong in the middle. But had he not started, we have to suspect that he was a min. I was a good man. Doesn't matter. We come to the conclusion that even a good man can change and become bad. Okay, that's the that's that's Gamora. Right. I don't know what the time is now. Yeah, it's ten past to a. What? Higiyas man kriyas from Alshachar is nearly what? Vahiva chatsi alaylo. It's a two or three hours. Yeah, it's two or three hours. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's just go a little bit further. Right. So now we, we, we had various opinions of what the 18 brothels, what they represent. So now we go on to, uh, other Shmanesras. We call it Shmanesras, but there's not. Honey, Shevet, Shabbat, connected me. The seven brothels of Shabbos, that we say on Shabbos, what do they correspond to? Again, this capital number 29, it says the word Kyle seven times. 
And therefore, that corresponds to the seven brachos. Now, the question you might ask, so what has Kyle got to do with Shabbos? So, um, the, the Tysus Arosh says like this, one of the things is, Kyle Hashem Yochel, ban, Yochel Midbo, which means the voice of Hashem shakes the deserts, shakes the wilderness. That refers to when Mutton Torah was given in the Midbo. And, and since the Torah was given on Shabbos, therefore that's the connection, that's why we say seven, seven brachos on Shabbos. So, so, Pardon? The sixth of seven, the original, the revelation of the sixth. Yeah, 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 it was on Shabbos. The Torah was given on Shabbos. Which was the sixth of seven? Well, there's an argument in the Gomorrah whether it was sixth or seven or seventh or seven, but it was for certain given on Shabbos, that's for sure. Now says the Gomorrah Vita, Hanitation to Rosh Hashanah connected me. On, on, on Rosh Hashanah, you've got nine, you've got Malchias, Zechariah, Shafaris, you've got three of each, you've got nine. So again, what is that, um, what is that uh, corresponding to? Omri, it's called Domin Karatignin. It corresponds to the nine mentions of Hashem's name which Hannah said in a tefillah. This was a tefillah of thanks to Hashem after Shmuel, after her son Shmuel was, bo- uh, was born and he brought her to the, to the, to the, uh, to, to the Mishkan. And, uh, as we know, this was the first time she davened quietly. And up to now, it was always loud davening, but she davened quietly. And they thought she was Shika, Lama Tishta Korin, etc., etc. But in any case, she, she mentions the name of Hashem is mentioned twice, so, uh, nine times. So therefore, that's why we say nine times. Now, what's he got to do with the Rosh Hashanah? To Omama, because we said, but Rosh Hashanah, Nifkadah, Sora, Rochel, Vachana. And Rosh Hashanah, Sora, Rochel, and Chana were remembered. In other words, it was decreed that they would bear children within that year. And therefore, since it's connected with Rosh Hashanah, and there's nine mentions of Hashem in the Tefillah that Chana made, therefore we say nine brachas in Rosh Hashanah. Well, the, the, the Gemara said. Well, the, in, in Tanakh, if you learn it, they say they say they thought she was drunk that she was saying a thing. So, so from there we learn out that previously they said it aloud, and all of a sudden she was saying it quietly. Yeah, you have to look in the uh, what do you call it in Shmuel base. Look up in Shmuel Shmuel base uh, here um, Shmuel base. Chapter well, so look at from chapter one to chapter ten, right? If you have a look there, you'll see all all the details of it. Okay, honey, Esrim Babata Tanisa connected me. These twenty four brochels on a fast day. Now, what they used to do is there were certain public fast days. We're not talking about these public tarnis that we have, but they used to have a tarnis if there was a drought. Okay, so in the Gomorrah tarnis it says so on those days when they had a tarnis because of the drought and the rain hadn't come, because remember the rain was very very important. I mean, I remember when 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 I was in Eretz in Yeshiva, and rain came down. Geshem, Geshem, you know, here we're fed up of it. But there, it's something very special. It's a big brothel because without that, they haven't got food, etc., etc. So if rain didn't come, there's actually a tefillah, which I've said. If if rain doesn't come by a certain time, there's a certain tefillah you say in Shemana Esra for that that rain should come. So they used to have these uh, Tanesim and on those Tanesim in addition to the normal 18, 18 or 90 brothels they added on another 6 which brought it up to 24 the Hani Esrim Vabonta Tanesim connected me again corresponding to what were they instituted on Rav Chelbai connected Esrim Vabora Nonus corresponding to 24 expressions of song Sheoma Shlomo Vashash Echnus Oran Lebeis Kodshay Kodshim when corresponding to the 24 expressions of song that Shlomo Melech recited at the time when he brought the, uh, the Oran into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. 
there were sort of says tefillah, tachino, rino, all expressions of tefillah. And there are 24 of them, that's why we say 24. So what was the story? Why did he say it? Because when Shlaim Amalach, he brought the, um, the, um, he brought the Oran into the Kodshikodoshin, Gemara in Mind Cotton tells us, that the gates stuck to each other and couldn't be opened. So then he said these 24 songs of, 24 expressions of song, of prayer, and then and they, and they opened. So now the Gemara asks Akasha, if, if, if on those special days they said 24, why don't we say 24 every day? Why do we just stick at 18? Let's say 24. So the Gemara answers, Amos Shlomo, when did Shlomo Amelech add in the extra six to make it from 18 to 24? That's Rachma. On a day in which they needed a special Rachamim. As we said, they needed Rachamim that those gates should open, that he could bring the Oren into the Kajakadoshim. We therefore only on a day when we need in special mercy, when we want the rain to come down, we add on the extra six when we have a Tanus. Well, what? Uh, uh, outside it as well. Um, yeah, I, I suppose so. I suppose I so. so. I know that nowadays there is a special filler. You say that if the rain hasn't come by such and such a, a date, you say in the in the filler you say you say a special. And the chazan, I think, actually even repeats it. Is it, is it yeah, I think in Shmakalen you say special filler. If you look in the in in the Sidurim, a special tefillah that, that, that rain should come. Can we say it? You mean, do we say it for Eretz Yisrael? Generally, we... Oh, you, you, you mean if it hasn't yeah. rained here? Yeah. I'm not sure. That, that I'm not sure, is yeah, it? Yes, in 1976, there was a drought in the summer. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Ralph Feldman said you should say tefillah. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? I remember 1976 very well. I actually worked in a basement. It was marvelous. It was so cool there. When I came out at 5.30 in the evening, wow, it hit you know, it's like coming off a plane. Right. Uh, um, okay, so, I mean, this is a new thing now. So shall we leave it here now? or It's five past nine. Let's leave it here because it's, it's a new thing. That this, uh,